Oh. Oh, hello. It's me, Matt. So if you heard the last episode, then you know that we split it into two parts because of uh, an audio issue that we ran into. So this is going to be the second part of that episode. Hopefully you didn't have to wait too, too long. You know, it's really weird recording this without Amy in the room. It's like I can say anything that I want. Amy loves sandals and socks. Don't let her ever tell you otherwise. Okay, enjoy the episode. It's Slumpy Space Princess. Does she live in the woods now? I got there. I got away from my cat. I'll cut you. It's podcast time. Group on group of friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. All right. So, season two, episode 10. Two cut a woman's hair. <laughs> It has an IMDb rating of 7.8. Overall episode number is 36. Um, it was directed by Larry Leachleiter, Patrick McHale, and Cole Sanchez. Written and storyboarded by Kent Osborne and Samvale... Xiophone? Xiophone? Maybe, yeah. Original air date was January 10th, 2011, and 1.89 U.S. viewers. Cool. Yeah, that was in the millions. <laughs> so the title card shows Finn... He's, like, standing behind what appears to be uh, Princess Buttercup um, with a shiny pair of scissors. Bubblegum. Uh, oh, my gosh. Princess Bubblegum, not Buttercup, with a shiny pair of scissors overhead, and Jake is standing nearby watching. Yeah, which wouldn't make a whole lot of sense within the episode, because Jake is far from Finn a lot of the time. Much of the time. Yep. So the episode starts with Finn chewing up apples in order to feed... The pre-chewed apple to the birds of Mrs. Yoder. Gross. <laughs> it's pretty nasty. A bird who had injured her beak. When Finn makes kissing motions slash noises, Jake teases Finn, saying that Finn wishes the apple was Princess Bubblegum and that Finn wants to kiss her. So Jake makes light of Finn's lack of talent with the ladies, to which Finn does not respond. They finish feeding the birds while Mrs. Yoder thanks them, calling them heroes. Yes, thank you, Finn. <laughs> and she has like a little like bandage around her beak. It's yeah. Really yep. Suddenly, as they're walking away, saying, did you hear that? We were called heroes. Uh, a tree witch springs out of a nearby bush, asking them if they are truly heroes. Creeped out by her odd behavior, Finn asks her why she was hiding in a bush and what she needs help with. She explains that she's a tree witch and demonstrates her power by growing small trees from her hands. She then points out uh, her very obvious balding problem and informs them that the only way for her to be beautiful is to cover her problem with princess hair. Yeah, uh, there's something about all the witch characters up to this point in the show are always great. Yeah. They always find them hilarious. Yeah, agreed. So Finn agrees to help her find some princess hair at first, but Jake pulls him to the side saying that they should not help her because she's obviously evil since she's so ugly. He's such a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty, it's pretty jerky. I don't like that. I That's know. So I don't either. This, this is shaping young minds and it's essentially teaching people if they look less than what one would deem beautiful, then they're bad. And I don't like that. Yeah. I, I do feel like the show is poking fun of itself for doing that. Why? But, How you know, is that? Because I don't think the writers are really saying that that's the case. Yeah, I don't know. So Finn does not know how to get out of helping her, so Jake decides to use his charm to persuade her. He tells the tree witch that she's beautiful without hair, and that if he didn't have a girlfriend, he would be on her like butter on toast. I would like to say that he said girlfriend and was actually a GF, 
Yeah, that's right. But I didn't have a GF. So the tree witch starts giggling and flirting with him, saying that she doesn't mind that he has a GF. She asks how he would court her, and Jake says, uh, spaghetti dinner? Finn then cuts in, seeing that this is not working, and says that as a hero, he only helps when someone is in danger. So the tree witch acknowledges this, seeming to understand, but then uses her magic to pull Jake over to where she can sit on top of him. Yeah. She plops down and claims that she will suck him into her bottomless bottom unless Finn gets her some princess hair right away. Yeah, and for the bulk of the rest of the episode, Jake remains under that butt. Yep. So after promising Jake that he's going to save him, Finn runs off in search of princesses. So first he comes across Muscle Princess in her castle. She tears the door off and he immediately begs her for her hair. She tries to hug him, believing he likes her, and he pulls back, like, slinking to the ground. Yep. All surprised. And he changes his statement, yelling that, I'm here to save you from your hair. It looks really bad. Cut it off quick. So she explains that, of course, it's ugly. If it wasn't, no one would take her muscles seriously, or nobody would be looking at her muscles. So she punches him roughly and says, come back when you want to get serious about loving me. <laughs> the scene then changes to Finn's beat up face and he says, Jake was right. I am horrible at talking to ladies, which is so funny because all of the princess, they all want to get with him. Mm -hmm. Like they're like, Finn, you're the best and we love you. And they like want to kiss him and stuff. I don't think I think that Jake is like projecting his inability to talk to the ladies as th as as well as he thinks he does. Um, and I think he's just odd enough that Lady Rainicorn gets him, and so it's a good fit. Yeah. Anyway, so Finn soon comes to LSP, um, who seems to be living in the woods. She's sleeping in a sleeping bag on the ground, and she mumbles in her sleep how she's never going to go back there. Um, and so it looks like she's run away from home. Finn questions if she's even has hair, but, and so, like, he, like, it's really close to her and sees her hair, sees that she does, and so he starts, like, clipping it, and she wakes up while he's clipping this and thinks that Finn is in love with her, even though he fiercely denies it. She says if he wants her lumps, he has to put a ring on it, uh, and she chases him away from her camp, calling out that she always knew that he loved her. Yeah, so this... This scene was where I noticed that the the animation of this episode is exceptionally good in, in the backgrounds because this entire episode takes place outdoors. And it's like a lot of it's during like that kind of twilight hour. And it's like all the backgrounds just look really nice, like the colors and everything. I just, it really stood out to me this time. So, oh, yeah. And the whole thing with uh, the whole thing with um, LSP being homeless here is carried on to future episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that becomes like a little bit of a story thread. That's kind of cool. This is like one of the first times that we have a story thread throughout the the series. Yeah, where you see that it's like kind of hinted at early on and then is carried on later. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So Finn soon comes across a graveyard believing that he's going to find a princess who will give him her hair but will not think that he's in love with them. So he wanders through the fog and the tombstones until he finds a grave that says, Here lies Princess Beautiful. She was so beautiful. Dot, dot, dot. So he grabs a shovel commenting on how macabre the situation is and digs up a coffin. So he opens it up to find a completely bald skeleton. Princess Beautiful thanks Finn for digging her up and walks away. It's, it's kind of spooky. A little bit, but it's kind of cool. Like this wispy voice, too. Yeah. So a confused Finn looks again at the gravestone, only to see the rest of the epitaph, but died of baldness. Yep. That was clever. Yep. Meanwhile, Jake has been sucked further into the tree witch's bottomless bottom. 
His little paws were sticking out of the bottom. Mm -hmm. Finn returns telling him he cannot get princess hair because the princesses all keep falling in love with him. Jake tells him to use the power to get their hair and even marry a princess if he has to. So Finn runs off again, desperate to save his friend, and he eventually makes it to Princess Bubblegum's home, and he hurriedly tells her to come with him. He takes her to a clearing in the woods where a cauldron is boiling water. So she asks him what's going on, and he says, they're going to have a spaghetti dinner. Spaghetti seems to be uh, coming up a lot this season. Yeah. There's a lot of spaghetti. 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 So she points out that there's nowhere to sit, so Finn screams and, like, chops down a tree. And then creates chairs and a table. So he puts a tablecloth on it and sets up the plates of silverware before going over and grabbing a big ball of the spaghetti right out of the cauldron with his bare hands and putting it on the table. So he demands that she eats it, and she does so, commenting that he's lucky that she likes spaghetti. Finn then asks Bubblegum if she likes him, and she admits that she likes him. After asking her again if she does like him, he quickly asks for some of her hair. She pulls off a chunk and gives it to him, and he thanks her and runs off. Uh, knocking the um, spaghetti on the ground in the meanwhile. By now, Jake is almost completely sucked up, and the tree witch is making small talk, asking if Little Whiner is a good name for a kitten. I feel like that's what we should name Maverick, for real, Zio. Yeah, we got a whiny cat. Oh my gosh, for days. Mm-hmm. First like, thing in the morning. First thing at night. <laughs> yep. First and last things we hear during the day. Yep. Uh, Finn returns and gives her bubblegum's hair. She accepts it, but then points out that it's just bubblegum and chews it up to demonstrate. So then she says that Finn should say goodbye to his dog, and Jake is sucked further into her butt. So Finn screams and then becomes angry. He tells her that if there's one thing that he's learned today, it's that he's great at talking to ladies. He tells the tree words that she's ugly inside and out. So ugly it makes him want to vomit. And that she'll never be beautiful no matter how lovely her hair is because what because of what's inside. So Jake resigns himself to death, but the tree which actually gets off of him, sad. So she says that she knew her hair would not make anyone else love her, but maybe she'd learn to love herself. Aww. I feel kind of bad for her. I know, right? I had the feels for her. It's not nice to say that to people. Yeah. I I don't care if they're, like, evil or not, yo. I I think he could have settled with just saying she's ugly on the inside. Yeah. But adding ugly on the outside, I was like, ow, man. Yeah. Bad move, Finn. Totally. So after she says that um, she'd like to learn to love herself tearfully, Finn starts to feel bad for her and asks if she needs princess hair specifically. She says it doesn't matter where the hair comes from, it just has to be beautiful. So then Finn takes off his hat, revealing his gorgeous, long, blonde hair. Golden locks. It was gorgeous and wavy beautiful rapunzel-esque it was it was everything i thought hair should be it i i was envious of his hair gorgeous gorgeous he's got these big old anime eyes yeah um jake and the tree tree witch appear stunned they really didn't know what finn looked like under his hat which i think is you know legit to say that also, how is he maintaining his hair to be that gorgeous and amazing right. while it's underneath the hat? And when does he sneak off and uh, add product to that? No kidding. There had to be, like, some real shampooing and conditioning on a regular regimen to keep that those locks luscious. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so he decides to give his hair to the tree witch, and she states that now she has hair, she's going to use it for e- evil. Finn and Jake are horrified but laugh with the relief when she trips over her long hair and falls over, unable to... To move. Yes, they laugh as she is injured. 
These guys are bullies, man. Dude. <laughs> this episode brings me back to that one where uh, the, you know, the witch's garden. Yeah. When like Jake was a jerk. Jake was a jerk that whole episode. Like, in the end, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of on the witch's side there. This witch is obviously not a good person. Yeah. It's like halvesies. Yeah. So, I, like, I kind of pity her, but the, yeah. yeah, I feel like the punishment that she that she gets mm-hmm. throughout this is a little much. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel bad for her. I did, too. So what did you like about this one? Like you said, the animation I thought was really cool. I did like when Princess Muscles tried to hug Finn. He, like, becomes like a like a fish, and he, like, slides out of her arms. <laughs> it was really funny. Yep. Also that he uses the word macabre to describe the, the whole graveyard situation. It seems like a word that would be out of, outside of his vocabulary. Yeah, no kidding. It's funny how the writers put in, like, some words like that, where you're just, like, hubris and, mm-hmm. like, macabre. It's like, these aren't, this isn't the vocabulary of, of a normal teenager, and I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I did love how dramatic they were when they are showing Finn's hair. Like, that was legit entertaining. Mm-hmm. I guess with this one, like, as mentioned, like, the animation, it seemed, like, exceptionally good. Just, like, still frames in this episode that, you know, I put it up on a wall, framed. Beyond that, I feel bad because this episode, like, this whole podcast episode probably sounds like a downer because we didn't care much for that last episode. And this one, I like a little more, but, yeah, I don't love this one either. I like this more than the first episode or episode nine, for sure. Um, I do think it has a better story. I mean, yeah, they're kind of jerks in it, but I I just like it better. Yeah, yeah. It still it still had some really funny parts, mm-hmm. like... Jake getting sucked into the witch's butt. Yeah, that was really funny. It could have been a lot grosser than it was. It so I'm kind totally of glad could have been. It, it stayed at the level it was at. Yeah. So what didn't you like? I don't like how they treated the witch. They assumed that she was bad based on her looks, and I don't think that's healthy. Yeah, I thought it was a little mean-spirited for the show. Totally, totally mean-spirited. I do like that Finn started feeling bad for her, which is like, I just want to love myself. But it shouldn't have taken that for him to go through that. Yeah, and then that's kind of thrown out the window when they start laughing at her because she falls and injures herself at the end and can't get up. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, man. <laughs> it left me feeling kind of bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Matt, mm-hmm. where was the snail? Ooh, the snail was on the ground when Finn puts his sweater outside the... That's the wrong episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to Google it real quick. Okay. Five minutes later. To cut a woman's hair. So the snail was next to Finn when he screams after he looks at Princess Beautiful. I totally did not see the snail. I didn't so, either. Well hidden. It was probably like full frame and we just completely missed it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Taking notes when it showed him or something. Looking down. Snail yeah. watch. 2019? Snail watch. Snail watch. Snail watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt, what was your favorite line? My favorite line was, come back to me when you want to get serious about loving me. Muscles, princess. Yeah. How do you How do you feel about that? I think it's funny. Yeah? Yeah. Just the line delivery is hilarious. Yeah. Again, it like speaks to the fact that these princesses are in love with Finn. Yeah, they're crazy about them. Not good at talking to ladies, my butt. Yeah, whatever. What was your favorite line? Um, This was the tree witch. Uh, My cat had kittens. I'm thinking about naming one little whiner. What do you think? (laughs) I love it. So good. In hindsight, I wish I chose one of the lines from the witch, too, because I do feel like she had a lot of the best dialogue. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was really good. 
Do you want to give me an impression of a character? Yes. I'll cut you. <laughs> that was LSB and it was so bad. That was pretty good. Uh, I was trying. Yeah. Oh, did she say that when she was waking up? Yeah. That's awesome. I totally missed that. When she's in a dream and she's like, you said that anyway. That's my impression. You're welcome. That's awesome. So mine's gonna what be was yours? The bird mom at the beginning of the episode. No, Finn, that's plenty. Thank you. <laughs> what is it, Italian? All right. I don't know what the voice is. I was like, Bird's got a funny voice. Yeah. Bird. Bird. <laughs> so you got some trivia on this one? Um. So when Finn removes his hat, this is the first time he takes it off in the entire series. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. He does take it off a few times in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do know that. I just... Yeah, it's this was it was shocking, but in a good way. <laughs> it filled my, my heart with warmth. <laughs> There was an, another point somewhere in the series where Finn shaves his head and Bimo says he says that he uh, looks like a monster. Oh, no. Yeah. Starts crying. Aw. Poor Bimo. <laughs> poor little guy. Aw. Aw. What else? So this one was, I thought this was kind of cool. So the wad of Princess Bubblegum's hair that Finn gave to the tree witch was returned to him and is seen again in What Was Missing and Incendium. Really? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that wad of hair comes back. So Finn definitely kept that hair. Interesting. That's fascinating. Yeah, part of his PB infatuation right there. Man, good job, writers. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool little attention to detail. That's cool. Okay, so last week's prediction, based on the title, To Cut a Woman's Hair. I'm excited. Lady Rainicorn and Jake have a fight. In a desire for a change, she thinks about getting bangs. She turns to the princesses to help her make a decision, and Jake turns to Finn to help him win Lady back. Uh Uh-huh. Creativity? I love it. Yay! Yeah, and I like that, like you said, it plays with the conventions of uh, the cliche in movies and stuff where after a breakup, uh, a girl will get a haircut. Yeah. A girl. So, yeah, creativity, A++. Yay, A++. And as far as how close it was to the actual episode, um, there's a desire for change. Uh Uh-huh. One of the princesses, I think, had bangs. There are several princesses in the episode. Yeah. Jake does turn to Finn for help with something, but it's getting out of a witch's butt. That's true. B minus. Yep. It's a okay. good grade. All right. It's a good grade. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I don't agree, but I'll take it. You are much, you, my friend, are a very nice grader. You know, I was going to say this is why I'm not a teacher, but I, I'm sort of almost like a teacher. As <laughs> You're a tutor. A tutor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least I, I don't have to grade them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, you're doing funny. great. You're, you're doing just fine. Fine, just fine. Fine, just fine. So do you want to predict what the next episode is going to be based on the title? Yes. The Chamber of Frozen Blades. Okay, so we know this is going to be an Ice King episode because of Frozen Blades. You know what? Okay, never mind. Anyway, uh, Ice King, while bored in the Ice Kingdom, decides to put together a tournament of skill and power. Like Rollerball, he finds champions throughout the kingdom to complete for his affections. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a straight up, like, you guys know I play roller derby, so it's going to be like Rollerball slash roller derby kind of thing. And Ice King is going to be all about the ball. <laughs> I'm, so I'm not saying that that isn't the episode, but if it isn't, it's an episode that I would enjoy watching. Right? That'd be really cool. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Guess what? What? We have some listener feedback. Listener feedback. Oh, yeah. Woo! 
Ooh, do you want to read the first one? Heck yes, I do. So, Martis Venter uh, sent us an email. He said, so, I discovered this uh, podcast a few days ago, and I literally binge-listened it within four to five days. I'm a casual fan, or used to be, before last week, but you guys opened my eyes to the wonders and mysteries of the land of Ooh. Keep up the good work. I hope to see some Steven Universe, or maybe even some Amazing World of Gumball. Greetings from Cape Town, South Africa. I could not figure out how to review on some of the sites for the life of me, and my English accent is really bad. So no voice message. Sorry. Dude, no worries. No worries. We're just like that you're enjoying the show. That's awesome. Yeah, and thank you for sending us an email. That really means a lot to us, and uh, greetings back. Yeah, it's really cool to hear from people from all over the world. Like, you are the first person to write in to us from South Africa. That's amazing. Yeah, we feel really, really proud that um, you you like our podcast, and we hope that you keep on listening. Yeah. And tell your friends. Uh, at some point in the future, I might be doing a um, a Steven Universe special episode. Uh, I still, I'm, I'm quite far behind on the show. I do enjoy it, but I've got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Don't hold your breath, because Matt's also involved with, like, a billion other podcasts, so don't feel bad if he doesn't get to it. Maybe maybe in between seasons, Matt. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe after, uh, maybe during the next, like, school break or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, thanks again. Thanks, man. All right, so the next one is from longtime friend of the podcast, Hunter B., who said, I really need to hear Matt read the Tart Toters ending monologue in character. Also, I'm loving the two episodes per podcast. There's so many good episodes coming up. So, yeah, I uh, I read that. I did respond via email and, yeah, did the impression. It was fun. I was excited to do it. And thanks for requesting it. Also, uh, we like the feedback that about the two episodes. We we kind of have been finding our stride, I think. And, and I think we're liking this, this uh, format. So, thanks for letting us know. Yeah. Yeah, when we were doing it one episode at a time, and we looked into how long some of the seasons are of the show, I think it's season five. There's at least two seasons, I think, where there are over 50 episodes. It's like a in billion. A it's like and crazy. I was like, or we, we both decided, like, you know, if we do this, like, one episode at a time, one episode per week, like, we're not going to be insured that we're going to get through this entire series. Yeah. So, like, yeah, we wanted to, like... Not so much speed it up as just make sure that we can accomplish this task of getting through every episode of the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it's, you know, there's enough episodes that this is going to keep going on for a few years. Absolutely. We're stoked to do it. Yes, we are. All right. So, Matt, any last thoughts? Ooh, any last thoughts? Um, so, yeah, again, I, I feel almost bad that we didn't love both of these episodes because up to this point like we've had a few episodes that we weren't crazy about but it was rarely ever two in a row Mm -hmm. yeah but uh i do know that there are some really good episodes coming up this season there already have been some really good ones i think i I can't remember if i'd mentioned it in a past episode or not but this season the episodes that we don't like we dislike more than a lot of the episodes we didn't like in the first season but then the episodes that are really good i think are better than the best of the first season yeah so i agree yeah so there's some strong ones coming up. We're excited. It's going to be great. It is going to be great. Any last thoughts for you? Um, no. <laughs> you said it. You said all the things. I like this show and it is fun. Yeah. It's a good old time. All right. So if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. You can check us out on Facebook or Twitter with the handle ohmyglobpodcast. You can head over to our website, ohmyglobpodcast.wordpress.com. And you can send us a voicemail on the anchor.fm app. Yeah. 
Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast service that you use. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to wrap this one up. Woo! So, this is Amy. This is Matt. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Oh My Glop, an Adventure Time podcast. Peace out, Girl Scout. (laughs) Catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.